0: Yo, yo, before we pop into the next episode, let's go over a few things. The views and opinions expressed in Shop Rational are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any sports organizations, teams, or leagues mentioned. The information provided in this podcast is for general informational Purposes only And should not be considered as professional advice I, the host and creator of Shop Rational Is not a sports expert Or analyst I'm just a passionate fan Engaging in spirited discussions Listeners are encouraged to independently Verify any information provided And make their own informed decisions Now I strive for accuracy But the dynamic nature of sports means that information may become outdated or subject to change. Shop Rational is meant for entertainment purposes, and any reliance on the content is at your own risk. By listening to this podcast, you agree that the host and creator is not responsible for any actions you take based on the information provided. If you have specific concerns, or questions related to sports We recommend consulting With relevant professionals Or official source. Now, enjoy the podcast responsibly Keep the conversation live Respectful And most importantly Stay rational Ah, uh, yo Now we back with another episode Of Shop Rational Now the NFL playoffs Has started We got some games concluded. And the game that stood out to me the most this weekend was the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jalen Hurts, 25 for 35. 250 in the TD. Baker Mayfield. Now, I talk a lot of shit about Baker, bro. But 22... For 36, 337, and three TDs. Monster game. Give it to Baker, yo. Devontae Smith, eight catches, 148. And A.J. Brown did not play in this one. And I don't even know if this makes a difference. Because the way Jalen Hurts was running for his life, (laughs) I don't even know if he gets the ball as much as he should. They was blitz. Damn near the whole game and couldn't do anything about it. The pass blocking was horrendous, yo. I don't know what was going on with that. Then you had bad tackling. Defense just don't look motivated. Nobody giving effort. This is like a team that was defeated from the jump. It didn't even feel like a playoff game for them. I think there's some things going on internally. I think the players don't really rock with the coaching staff or the head coach in particular. I think some going on internally to where, you know, this group of players with this much talent can't produce a win against the Buccaneers, somebody you were expected to beat. This has been a huge disappointment, considering where Philly was last year in the Super Bowl. And then to come back next year and lose in a wild card is crazy. It's crazy. The Eagles started off 10-1, looking like the Eagles we were looking forward to in the playoffs. Looking like the Eagles of last year. But down the stretch, they went 1-5. and five. So even before this game, they were not looking too good. <laughs> I think a lot of things got covered up during that process that people ignored. And the Buccaneers finally exposed that. It finally put the world on notice of what's been going on in Philly. Ridiculous bro Ridiculous I gotta say Then you got Jason Kelsey One of the most popular Eagles Retiring After 13 seasons He's out of here And to go out that way I know that hurt (laughs) I know he wanted more But kudos to a great career I'm pretty sure Hall of Fame resume. I'm pretty sure they're going to miss his presence, his leadership, and for sure that protection. Now you got to replace that. All I know is this, bro. I'm not the hugest Philly Eagles fan, but it looks like they need a personnel change maybe another head coach after three seasons it's been this just coming up short and with bill belichick on the market i don't see how philly not think about this (laughs) so unless these guys going for another run They should scrap this team and start over because the roster is aging. Pretty soon, you're going to start losing these players to free agency. So, I don't know. Maybe you want to get a head start on that. But, I don't know. Maybe they got enough for another run. But, as of now, they look crazy and they look bad considering where they were last year, bro. And I'm pretty sure it'll come out about, you know, what's going on in the locker room and, you know, how things went about. But as of now, huge disappointment, yo. I got to give it to the Bucks. They came ready to play. Like I said, I talk a lot of shit about Baker Mayfield. But he redeemed himself, bro. He smoked the Eagles. Easy, too. On both sides of the ball, the Bucks came with it, and they moving on to the next round. And on that note, let's get into the break. All right, now we back. We back from break. Now, next up, Dallas Cowboys versus the Green Bay Packers. Now, as you can see, I'm a Chicago Bears fan. So I wanted the Packers to lose this. And nope. Them fuckers pulled it off again. Dak Prescott, 41 for 60. 403 yards, three TDs, two picks. Now, you might look at these stats and say, damn, Dak did his thing. No. Truthfully, most of these yards came in garbage time. Where it didn't even matter how many yards that they got. Truthfully, he probably had a good 250 of yards that matter. They couldn't connect him and CD Lamb at all. Green Bay had their number in the first half, man. Jordan Love. Hate to say it, hate to say it, he played a flawless game for his debut, yo. 16 for 21, 272, and three touchdowns. He looked poised. He ain't even break a sweat in this one. Against one of the best defenses in the league, too. This is why I picked Dallas for sure. They defense, top notch, top tier. And they didn't come through, bro. Jordan Love looked like a real vet. looked <laughs> he like he been in the playoffs for years. Aaron Jones, dog. I didn't know he was a dog like that. <laughs> I should have kept him on my prize picks. They had him for 100 yards. I say, hell no. he's not getting it. He smoked the Cowboys. Smoked them. 21 carries. 118 on the yards. And three touchdowns. Man, amazing game, yo. And then you had Dobbs. Dobbs and CD, they put up great numbers on the receiving side. But man, this game wasn't even close, dawg. 48-32 really don't tell a shootout. <laughs> Green Bay was doing whatever they wanted to do, and the Cowboys got most of their points and yards in garbage time. They tried to come back, but it just wasn't enough and not enough time. Green Bay did what they supposed to do and Dallas once again gets to the playoffs and come up short like they keep coming up short every year dog like Dak Dak Prescott every year he does this dog he comes up with mvp type seasons and then get to the first round and lose bad It's like these moments get to him. I fuck with Dak. Dak can really play, dog. But at some point, you might have to start thinking about a change. And it ain't even personal, (laughs) it's just business, yo. Although Dak is putting up amazing numbers, he's not producing championships he's not winning in the playoffs he's not winning where it counts and this is why he get the bad press because he don't come through in big games yo in my opinion they should have smoked the packers packers didn't have a chance if we talking about numbers Packers didn't have a fucking chance against The Cowboys yo I picked Dallas to win yo And not and, and not Because I'm a Bears fan it's just Statistically they just Were a better team this year But Man you can't Underestimate a team That's hot going into the playoffs Yo and the Packers Have been playing great Football Over the past few weeks Specifically Jordan Love He's been on point And it goes to show I hate to say it How The Green Bay Packers Are quarterback gurus No matter Who they put back there This quarterback is successful You don't see many quarterbacks come out of Green Bay. They stick with one, and they go far with them. You can tell that Jordan Love had the experience and chance to watch a Hall of Fame quarterback, and it's showing in his play. You can see Aaron Rodgers is a big influence on him and how he run his team. The Green Bay Packers should be examined for how they develop their quarterbacks. They are great at this shit. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and now Jordan Love looking like another one. Great game for Jordan, yo. Great game. And Cowboys, man, it's up in the air for McCarthy and Dak once again bill belichick is on the market with a hall of fame resume and still ready to coach he knows how to win he got championships now mccarthy i think he's a great coach but his time may be up in dallas and it ain't personal it's just business you're not getting it done Dak, now it's a long shot that they trade him because Dak is still an MVP quarterback, in my opinion. But with the number of QBs coming out in this draft that many are considering franchise or generational quarterbacks, I don't see how you can't think about that move. I know it's a lot of teams would love to have Dak Prescott as a starting QB. But I don't know if Dallas is ready for a rebuild or, you know, starting with a fresh quarterback just yet. But as of now, man, another disappointing season for the Cowboys. And we love Dak, yo. We all love Dak. We love the games that he put together, but this shit about winning. This shit about producing championships. And he's not doing that. And on that note, let's go into the break. All right, yo, we back. Now, I watch the NBA almost every night. And lately. I've been seeing some bad officiates, bro. I think these refs have been fucking up the games. (laughs) I don't know if it's on purpose, but a lot of these refs are messing up the outcome of these games, bro. They're making bad calls. Missing calls. I'm watching players and coaches get ejected for petty reasons. Now, don't get it confused. I understand that officiating in any sport is tough. And it's going to be mistakes. But the mistakes that I'm seeing from these NBA crews is ridiculous, dog. I just seen Mike Brown, damn that fighter referee. I never seen him behaving that way. That tells me something up. (laughs) And then he get to the press conference and show you why he bugged up. These referees are intentionally not calling shit based on who they like and who they don't like. I don't get it. I don't get how players and coaches are being fine and referees just go to the next game now unless it's something that i'm not seeing bro they not being penalized it's like these players losing some of the most important games of their lives and the only thing the nba can say is yep we missed that call do the referees get fined for that are they suspended i don't know But at some point, bro, we got to look at what's going on with this officiating in the league. I don't think players should be penalized for speaking their piece on referees. I think that's a bad part of the game. Like, these referees are intentionally fucking up the games. I'm watching this shit. The players watching this shit, bro. Every night we talking about a bad call or a team going to the line too many times. At some point, it's just ridiculous, bro. At some point, it's not a mistake. At some point, you might have to look into it. Now, they may be ushering in a new batch of referees, and they taking their time to learn the game or whatever, but yo, get some motherfuckers in here that's going to call the game the right way. These referees been missing calls. They been making bad calls, and they just ejecting players and coaches for no reason, petty reasons at that. It's basketball. Niggas gonna argue. Niggas gonna almost fight. <laughs> you gonna get yelled at. It's men out there. <laughs> That's what goes on. So if you fuck up, yes. A motherfucker gonna get on your ass. I don't know what type of protection the referees are under, bro. But it seems to me that they don't get penalized for making these errors, bro. Them teams can't go back and get that win. (laughs) It be crazy, yo. I think these refs need to be looked at. They need to get some more education behind officiating the game. And really, really get the fuck out of y'all feelings, yo. Because honestly, y'all fucking up my DraftKings. Y'all fucking up my prize picks. It's real money going into the league every night. And that shit get jagged away because the referee want to make a bad call. Or not make a call at all. I don't know, yo. And on that note, we'll take another break. All right, now we back, yo. Now let's get into some quick news in the NBA. Pascal Siakam out of the Toronto Raptors has been traded to the Indiana Pacers. And yo, I ain't gonna lie. That's tough. The Pacers already got a nice squad, bro. With Tyrese Halliburton having an MVP type season, yo. On top of the supporting cast. Now him. And he solidified too. Hey, the patient's setting up for a deep run in the playoffs, yo. Now Siakam was traded for Bruce Brown and a couple picks. And it's a couple more players in this situation, but I'm not aware of those names. But no most notably is Bruce Brown. Now, me personally, I think Toronto is just starting a rebuild. And I think it's them getting rid of that old roster. And they moving forward with Scotty Burns. Because, don't get it confused, Bruce Brown is a great player. But compared to Siakam, I thought they could get a little bit more. That wasn't the case, but Indiana did land a great player, bro. Like I said, they setting up to go far in the playoffs, man. Um, and the Raptors are leading their charge with Scotty B, Scotty Barnes, and I do think they will keep going up. I don't really think they done. Maybe a Zach Levine trade. Who knows? But we'll see. And then other news the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Versus the Denver Nuggets Joel Embiid Nikola Jokic Two of the best big men in the league MVPs This a game we all been waiting to see Shit, could be a finals preview I wouldn't mind that But Out in this one Embiid came out on top, yo He played better than Jokic. Great game from both, but Embiid pushed it. He dropped 41. Seven boards. Ten assists. Tough. Tough against one of the best big men in the league, yo. That's what he posed to do. And then you had Jokic. 24 points. 19 boards. And 11 of them was he offensive. He had a monster game. and Embiid just wanted it more, you know? They took off. They got it done. Man, shout out to Embiid, bro. As I mentioned earlier, this could be a finals preview. Embiid is the most dominant player in the league right now. And he don't give a fuck about the MVP. He don't. That nigga want to win. i watch this nigga play, yo. He gets busy. That nigga want to win, yo. That's scary for the league. On top of Tyrese (laughs) Maxey. Bro. I got to pause that too. (laughs) On top of Maxey. But Maxey having a stellar season as well. Me personally, I thought he would do the same as last year, but he exceeding my expectations. I thought Harden was a real loss for them, but he covered that in some. This Philly team is serious, yo. It's going to be a tough stop for whoever, but shout out to Embiid, man. Uh, What else we got? C.J. Stroud, Dog. I got to say. Sadly, too. The Bears missed out on another quarterback, dog. (laughs) We had a chance to draft him. Now, like I said, I fuck with Justin. But we did have a chance to draft Stride. And look what Stride took his team as a rookie quarterback. I damn near don't even want to call him a rookie. He don't even look like it. His first year? And he smoked the number one defense in the league? <laughs> Miles Garrett couldn't touch him for real? Man, he made it look so easy, yo. He made that shit look easy against them, man. The game looked competitive. That's until Flacco did what he do, and he started throwing picks. And they just happened to be two pick sixes back-to-back. And that really took the game away because the defense, they couldn't stop the Texans when Stride had that ball, yo. They offense legit, dog. I ain't even going to lie. They fucking around can go. <laughs> hey you hey you if you have a bad day yo Texans going to put that belt on your ass Now I do think the Ravens going all the way but man Houston looked like a tough stop dog <laughs> Shout out to Miko Ryan's in that coaching style for his first playoff game they came prepared 3 TDs 236. He damn that played flawless. And he ended the night early. (laughs) Got it the fuck done and sat down, bro. (laughs) CJ Stride is him, yo. And he can fuck around and pull it this year. Pay attention, man. The Texans. I never thought they would be in this positions, bro. But it goes to show you that when you got good drafts, this the results. Will Anderson on the other side playing amazing. Another player I wanted the best to get. <laughs> you know, but offense and defense for the Texans is set for the next 10 years probably. They look good, yo. And whoever they playing against really got to get them out the way. Or it just might be one, yo.